0: please listen to the following announcements concerning the renumbering of 2021 and 2022 podcasts. This episode was originally published in May of 2022, but it is now being reassigned to September 2022. While listening, please disregard all references to dates. The material itself is still very relevant. Going forward all the earlier issues will be reassigned to the year 2022. In 2023, the format will start with January being issue number one of volume two and each year will only have 10 issues. July and August will be planning and study months. I believe this make this podcast stronger and easier to follow. Your host.
1: across the miles from the This
0: is the Mountaintop with Jesus podcast, a division of WWJTL. Hello, this is the Mountaintop with Jesus podcast for May. 2022. As usual, we're going to begin with a word of prayer, asking our Father and our Lord and the Holy Spirit to bless this podcast today and help us to learn something from it that will help us during difficult times. Father, we thank you for this time that we can come together and study your word and study emotions and their bearance on relationships. Relationships probably of all the things that we will discuss are more purely emotion than any of the other things that we'll be discussing in this series of lessons. Emotions play a big part in relationships, Lord, and help us to separate what's emotion, our earthly emotion, what's your purpose, and what's your given emotions to us, Father. Please help us to know what your direction is and not just some emotional whim that we listen to. Please guide us during difficult times, and help us to acknowledge the emotions and lay them out before you so you can help us separate what is reality and what we should be about and what is some emotional decision that is not based upon your word or your direction for our life. We thank you, Father, that today we're going to discuss relationships. This is a very, very important part our emotional well-being during difficult times. Thank you very much, Lord. As ask you to bless this in Jesus' name and through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The View from the Mountaintop During difficult times, there are a different set of emotions. Or let's put it this way, there's a different timeline for emotions and the development of relationships, you may be asked to provide an answer both to your group or to yourself as to whether you wish to develop a relationship with a particular individual or not. We discuss these in whom do you bring in your group earlier in our podcast i believe was number three or four so we need to look at how relationships are formed and we will do that after we look at the differences that you may see in a difficult time in developing a relationship you may have to develop relationships much faster You won't have the luxury of a lot of time to develop a relationship. First of all, you're very busy. And second of all, there may be pressures upon you or your group which will make them decide or have to decide rather quickly as to whether you, after uh, initially knowing this person, will pursue the relationship or not. And that's, that's very, very important. So you won't have the development relationship time. You have the time to get together for dates as if a romantic relationship, dinners, if it's a social relationship or other get-togethers because you just want to know the person and learn more. You're not going to have a lot of downtime where you can spend it developing the relationship. You may have to Make this decision in a snap moment. You may have a little longer than that, but you may not. A person comes to your gate and says, I need food. I want in. I, you, I want what you have. You may need to make that decision rather quickly. Again, you don't have extra time. So the time to develop the relationship is going to be very, very compressed. In a normal relationship, build, you have time to develop that relationship to talk about the character of the person or who they are, what their background is. Do they believe in Jesus? Are they open to the gospel? These are the questions that you won't have the time to develop. And your, again, your downtime, your time to be, get to know people on a nice, gradual, familiar basis is just not going to be there. Let's talk about where these people are going to come from. You know, they're going to come from all around the world, different places, different countries, different cultures. Be real careful with this one. Treat them fairly. Ask the Lord how to show them love. Find out if they're open to the gospel or they've accepted Christ. That's important. If they're of a faith that will not tolerate any discussed Christianity faith, I'm sorry, of the Christian faith, then that's not what you want in your group unless your group has specifically called you to reach out. But I would say that most internal group structures need to have a singular direction and that direction coming from the Holy Spirit and the Lord. You just might save yourself a lot of heartache if, in fact, that becomes a standard, kind of like God saying, don't be unequally yoked in marriage. I think that holds true for your group. That you're gathering together or your family that you're gathering together but i do want to emphasize this in that the lord may be calling you to reach out to many many different cultures and uh, and people from different areas of the world during a time when the battlegrounds are going to be drawn over salvation, the acceptance of Christ as our Lord and Savior. That's what Satan wants to do, is draw that battle line. And you may have many, many Christians with new things. You may have many denominations, and you'll need to look at uh, accepting persons who may be of the Catholic faith or uh, Episcopal. Lutheran or Nazarene or Baptist or whatever, and they come together with Jesus Christ being the center of your group and the center of your worship. That's cool. That's first century church. That's great. want to get into the introduction now of actual relationship development because we're because we're going to talk about a lot of things here that you can see may be compressed or may not be and we're going to discuss these options so number five is basically entitled on the outline introduction introduction is meeting the person becoming aware of them And acquaintance is acknowledging them with your name and who you are. That's the first step in the relationship. As a major focus of this podcast, that is the step that we take with Jesus as Lord and Savior. We become aware, we acknowledge Him, we acknowledge who He is, that He is our Savior. And then in turn, we create an acquaintance by saying, Lord, I accept you in my life and I'm here and I need you. And we turn back to him. So that acknowledgement and that acquaintance on our behalf, not on the Lord's behalf, he knows us ever since we were in the womb, but on our behalf to say, yes, Lord, I'm turning toward you. I'm acknowledging you. You're now acquainted with me. I'm your child. That's step one in a relationship development. What's the relationship built on? The basis for the relationship? And so after acquaintance, you start asking questions of the person. In the step prior to this, you may have taken some baby steps and said, well, where do you live? Or, you know, some general kind of information about the person. But in this step, you are forming the basis for the relationship by a greater uh, reaction or interaction with that person. And we're going to talk about different ways in which that interaction occurs. We get to know the person. This is under A and B of six. We get to know the person by spending time with them. We get to know the person by asking questions of them. But if we go back to spending time with the person, there's several activities here that might be carried out to spend time with them. Again, if you are making a faster decision, then you cannot take a long time with each of these steps. You need to ask some pretty pointed questions to get to know the person. Do You agree with us. Is this a philosophy you can handle? We preached, can you handle that? Again, there's just quick questions that you're going to have to ask to shorten this basic getting to know the person so that you can decide whether or not you move on to the next step now the next step is a very important step it's interacting with the person and watch how they interact with you and with others do they take shortcuts do they cheat do they not finish assignments do they not want to be helpful Do they not want to be involved? And if you have the time, you may do a Bible study. You may have them talk to another pastor or person in your group. Uh, Again, what you're looking for is their willingness to participate with you or with your group. It could be an individual. Individual. And the Lord does that with us too. He tests us and he says, are you willing to be obedient? Are you willing to repent and turn away from the sins? Are you willing to walk with me? Are you willing to follow me? Are you willing to take my direction? See, he's testing us and developing that relationship. And it's a very important step for the Lord that lasts our life with us. And it's a very important step that lasts as long as we can have it last with others so that we know their character. We know their heart, not just what's on the outside, not just what they tell us, but how they act. And that's, a, that's probably the most important step for you to take to get to know them and to hear the Lord. And, and let me not pass over the fact that all the time you're doing this, you need to be praying and hearing the Holy Spirit about this relationship, is it going to go further? Or is it is not going to go further. What's what's the Lord calling you? He's the one that calls the shots, not you. But you need to have wisdom to know what you see and ask the Lord for that wisdom, uh, to know what you see in that person and how they will fit and whether you wish to continue the relationship or not. The next item is also important. How do they interact with you? Do they listen to you? Do they seem interested? Do they want to know things about you and not to be snoopy, but honestly interested in who you are? Do they realize there are things you can't share because of security? How do they interact with you? Do they seem interested in their kids? Do they seem interested in their spouse, if they have a spouse? Do they seem interested in the Lord? This is really important. No, I'm not interested in the Lord. I won't participate. I, I don't want that. Unless your group is called to be an outreach group, be very careful of that. You don't want two heads of people forming a direction for you or the group. So you need to look at... This relationship with an eye toward how this individual is going to fit. This part of it is also important, just as the last section was. The next section can you share things with them? is kept in confidence are they honorable enough to hold your sharing with them in confidence do they break confidentiality and gossip to everyone in the group that is probably one of the greatest characteristics of people in the group that breaks down the group the fastest it doesn't allow you to get to the truth before someone's scattering lies it's very very important that you can trust them will they do the things assignments or maybe maybe read a little scripture maybe pray i mean will they even participate again what is their attitude toward you and the group and this is what you're trying to find out and you're also trying to find out are they a gossip because that will destroy the morale in a group and so whether they're honorable enough to protect everybody's confidentiality i know you get close in the group we all know that but there are things that people share that should not be shared with others and the confidentiality is very very important and When we work with the Lord, He doesn't go around and spread everything to all our brothers and sisters. He helps us lovingly to be healed, to work through it. Now, we can share with them, and having brothers and sisters to help is a great thing. But He doesn't do that. And you find the Lord is the master of confidentiality with your greatest troubles and cares. Well, this is the one that it compresses into. The next step in developing relationships is sharing a lot of time and development of the relationship. And that's the one item here that's going to be squashed during difficult times. So you're going to have to lift this up to the Lord and pray and ask him to help you, ask him to lead you, to give you the right decision, because This is the one area that's on my list that simply doesn't have the time during difficult times to be developed. So the relationship is going to be, quote, developed under fire in the midst of the war, in the midst of battles, in the midst of trials, in the midst of testing. That's how the relationship will deepen and strengthen. And become what is number eight on your list a mature relationship in which you can trust. Now, let's we're going to separate these in number nine, but let's just say for right now that you've been in a relationship and you may know that the person is human and, and you may know that the person is human. And may default on the relationship, may do something wrong. We all know that, but we forgive them because they're humans like we are. We forgive them because we get forgiven by the Lord when we make mistakes, and we all do. But the relationship is emotionally deep enough and has stood the test of time. Even if the time is much shorter or compressed, that you know this person's going to be a wonderful partner, a wonderful friend, a wonderful brother or sister in life. Number nine, let's talk about heavenly relationships and earthly relationships earthly relationships get broken look at jesus and peter peter was so much following the lord and yet the lord said he would deny him three times and peter did because that was an earthly relationship built on built on the lord but it wasn't empowered by the lord and the holy spirit the lord hadn't risen he hadn't sent the holy spirit now did the Lord get mad at Peter or throw him out of the group or something? No. He forgave Peter and loved Peter. He built his church on Peter. He brought the Holy Spirit to Peter. And Peter, until his last day of life, praised the Lord and taught about the Lord and witnessed too many in areas all around his portion of the world and he died a martyr's death of crucifixion. My understanding is that it was upside down. So Peter and the Lord, in a heavenly relationship, were bound by the love and the Holy Spirit giving Peter the power. Our earthly relationships here may break apart. We have people that we know for certain periods of our lives they come and they go. And that's okay. We make new friends. We move on to other people. And that's okay. That's what what happens. But in heaven, we will be there for eternity. Those people will develop a far greater relationship with us than we know. The Lord will forever be with us and talk with us and share with us and love us and take care of us and father god will look down upon the children he made and that's what he wanted in the first place us to be his children us to love him as the father and so that relationship in heaven will go on forever and ever quote eternity unquote the lord's relationship with us will go on forever and ever and the Holy Spirit will minister to us peace and love. That's the difference between relationships made on earth and relationships made in heaven. If you have relationships made on earth, they may disappoint you. I'm sure they will. You may uh, disagree with friends and relationships, all of this. But when you reach heaven, Those relationships will remain truer and more complete than you have ever known. So those are the steps to develop relationships, and those are how the steps might be compressed during difficult times. You're going to have to make some difficult decisions about who you trust and who you don't, who you give confidence to and those that you don't who sh- who you share with, and who you don't. It's very important for you to realize a lot of emotions, trust, anger, forgiveness, faithfulness to a person, to a relationship. A lot of emotions are going to be tugging on your shirt sleeve and trying to twist you and turn you into directions you do not want to take. But if you follow the Lord, he will help you straighten out these emotions. He'll make the way smooth and give you peace. And he'll give you direction and discernment. Will it always be perfect? No, not this side of heaven, but it will be what the Lord leads you to do. And if you'll trust him for that, you can sort out, the relationships that you will be presented with no matter if they're snap decisions or the decisions made over two or three years that's the emotional part of relationship building let's close in prayer thank you father for this day thank you for what you've taught us thank you for teaching us about relationships and the need to hear your voice in the development or the rejection of certain relationships. Help us to know, Lord Jesus, that your voice is going to direct us and is going to clarify this during difficult times. This will be one of the most difficult decisions that we have to make, and we need your help, Father, in making decisions on an individual-by-individual basis. So thank you very much for coming alongside of us and speaking through the Holy Spirit and your son, our Lord Jesus, amen. Next month, we're gonna talk about emotions as they pertain to actions. You can make a decision as to an action you wish to or wish not to carry out. But unless there's the emotional undergrid beams, the support, that decision, you're going to have a very difficult, difficult time with that decision. With carrying it out, not only just to get to the other end, but carrying it out in a happy, uh, obedient trusting manner. And we're going to talk about the emotional part of making decisions and how you can trust the Lord next month. Thank you. I hope you join us.